Hello, this is Joel McCray, and I want to thank you so much for stopping by and checking out my podcast. I really do appreciate your time. If you'd like to leave a message or ask a question, contact me. You can do so at my email address, which is joelbmccray at gmail.com, or you can leave a message through the contact section of my website, joelmccray.com. So in this episode, we're going to talk about shining and encouraging you to continue to shine if you have ideas and insight that you want to share with the world. So let's go. Have you found yourself being discouraged? Have you found yourself just seeming like everything that you're trying to do to make a difference in the world is going unnoticed? You have all of these ideas, you have all of these plans, you have these dreams, you share the dreams, you talk about it with friends, you talk about it with family, and occasionally people are giving you that deer in the headlight look like, what in the world are you talking about? Why don't you calm down and get back to work? Uh, Stop playing around and be a little bit more serious about things that, that are going on in the world. Uh, I know that can be discouraging uh, things that you see in your sleep or things that you just uh, visual uh, visualize in your imagination and you begin to show those things and talk about it. And it just seems like no one is really getting it. And you begin to ask the question, is this far fetched? Uh, is this something crazy? Uh, am I really out to lunch or, or what's what's really going on? You know, I've talked about my uh, playing style growing up as a child and uh, the fact that my playing style was very, very different from um, the churches that I actually played in. Of course, a lot of the styles that I experienced growing up as far as what I heard was more of the traditional gospel sound that had more of a blues feel. Um, You know, that's basically what kind of influence a lot of the sound of the traditional gospel, the really good, gritty, just from the gut, bluesy sound. But for some reason, that is not what I naturally heard in my head. So when I would sit down, I would begin to hear things that were more jazz influenced. But again, I was uh, when I first started playing or or regularly, I was somewhere between the uh, age of six and uh, the age of 10. And I was really trying to experiment with those things in my head. So when I began to play hymns or I began to play uh, congregational songs, it did not have that blues feel that many of the congregation, uh, what the congregation was actually used to hearing. And so I was discouraged a lot of times because I'm like, okay, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'd like to try uh, to play. And it just did not go over well. And I remember one time, I think I was about 19 years old. I was sitting on the piano after church. And as a lot of us musicians would do, we uh, service is over and the deacons hadn't turned the lights off yet. And so we would just hang around and play until they would literally uh, kick us out of the church, if you will. And so I began to just play around on the uh, the piano. And I mean, one lady just come running toward the piano. Stop it. Stop it. We're not going to have that sound in here. Respect God's house. And I'm like, uh, what just happened? And again, 
I'm like, what is really going on? Why is it that things that are on my mind, things that I am seeing, why is it that no one's receiving it? I remember seeing uh, a school in my imagination and I would begin to just draw the, uh, if you will, the blueprint for for this school because I'm like, okay, I would love to have a place where I could teach musical ideas, musical concepts uh, to help people that have uh, things in their imagination. I'd like to be able to share these uh, principles uh, with some folks. And, and I took it to someone and said, hey, check this school out that I'm seeing in my mind. And I began to see the uh, write down and uh, draw out the residential area, and I had the actual academic studies area. I had parks and ponds and and basically drive uh, ways and avenues and all these different things, and it was all drawn out and with a winding road going to the main uh, highway, coming from the highway to the university. And this first thing the person said when they saw this blueprint was like, dude, you have too much time to play around. You got some work to get done, get back to work. And, you know, have you felt that way? Have you found yourself that it seems like the more you share your ideas, the more you begin to let people know what's on your heart, what's on your mind, it just seems like no one is getting it. So it reminds me of stars. You know, the title of this episode is Shine. And when you think about a star, there's so uh, I was just fascinated about the fact that the nearest star is four light years away. Think about that for a second. The nearest star uh, is four light years away. I think it's called the uh, the Centauri. Uh, and so the Centauri uh, star system, when you think about what is a light year, First of all, it's basically talking about how far light can travel in a year. So then one would then have to ask, well, how fast is light traveling? Well, light actually travels at a speed of 186,000 miles per second. So that means every second light will travel 186,000 miles. Now, at that speed, it would take Four years at least to get from Earth to the Centauri system. Now, what does that mean that the Centauri system is four light years away? That means just like the sun, stars can create and produce their own light. So the sun is about 93 million miles from the Earth. And that means that when we see the sunlight on Earth, it's 10 minutes after it left the sun. So there's a 10 minute delay. Whenever you see light from the Centauri system, basically we're seeing it four years late. So let that resonate uh, for, with you a little bit is that the, the Centauri system is four years ahead of its time. In another word, you, have you ever met someone that had so many progressive ideas and we would say they are ahead of their time? Well, that's basically what that Centauri system's like. Whenever we see the light that was sent from that star, it was sent four years ago, and we're just now getting it. There's another system uh, out there, I believe, called the Sirius. Whenever you see light from the Sirius stars, those lights, uh, that light left the stars 
nine years ago. So that means when we're seeing that that uh, that light, it left in 2012, because right now this episode is happening in two, uh, in 2021. You have another star system called I believe it's called the Beetlejuice, almost like the movie Beetlejuice. That particular star is 430 light years away, meaning that whenever we see light from that star, they look to be very, very, very tiny, but they're just they're huge, but they're far away. That light let light left Beetlejuice in 1591. Okay, and then there's one more, uh, the Orion Nebula, which is about 1500 light years away, indicating that if we see any light from that star system, it left in approximately 500, around 500 uh, uh, AD. Now, what am I saying is that no matter when people get it, they'll get it in due time. You just might be ahead of your time, but what you don't want to do is be discouraged. So don't be discouraged if you feel that your efforts are going unnoticed or they are not appreciated. Even if you feel that you have insight that could change the world, be patient. Because from this astronomical perspective, it takes, again, four light years from uh, the nearest star uh, for that light to reach the Earth. It takes four years for that Centauri light to get here. So keep praying, keep preparing, keep shining. Keep shining your light. And in due time, the right people will actually see it. So I want to say these three things. First of all, shine. Well, what does that actually mean? To actually shine and show light. Light is just basically really energy. It's passion. It's excellence. It's agitation. It's charisma. Having passion about your dream. Don't lose your passion. Don't lose your enthusiasm. Don't lose that energy because that is actually what's going to shine for you. That energy, that passion and the ability to turn that passion into a product, that ability to turn that passion into excellence, that ability to connect that passion to some people that actually need what you have. So keep shining. It's going to show up in due time. Don't let your light go out. Let your light shine in your household. Don't put it under a bushel, but put it up on a hill or put it elevated. So the right people that you are designed to influence, they'll be able to see it. Be number two, be very intentional. One shine. Number two, be intentional. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're trying to feel like you have need to have a breakthrough and get to the next level, but you're feeling stuck. That same light that can light up a room can also cut through steel, but that light has to be extremely laser focused and intentional. So don't just shine sporadically, haphazardly and randomly, but be intentional uh, and be intense about what you believe God has put you here to do. And when you're that intense, when you're that focused, even when you get to the the toughest of barriers, you'll have the ability to cut through some some of the toughest of resistance. Be intentional. And finally, be patient. 
again, what was I what was the point of comparing your insight, comparing your calling, comparing your abilities and passions to stars is that those stars are so far away that by the time those lights are seen, that light has been shown or actually produced years and years ago. You might have an idea that, if you will, is 10 light years away. Don't stop shining. You might have a uh, uh, you might have a, an idea that is 50 years away. And that may seem discouraging. But the whole point is the people that need to receive the insight that you have. God is creating has created them or is creating them and are, uh, they will actually see what you have at the right time. So be patient. Don't give up. Don't stop shining because what you have, someone needs. God would not actually put something in you. He even said in Isaiah 50, uh, uh, 55, 11, that his word will not come back void. It will be just like rain coming down to the ground. It will produce something. There will be a return on that investment. His word will not come back void. So Know that if there's a word that's been given to you, if there's been something specific that you believe God has called you to do, don't give up on that word. Be patient. So, yes, one, shine, be passionate, be energetic, be excellent Two, make sure you're intentional. Focus like a laser that you can be able to cut through some of the toughest of barriers. And three, be patient, knowing that when it's all said and done. Your light will be seen. The right people that need to see it will have their darkness actually uh, illuminated or actually influenced for the glory of God. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you all stopping by and checking out the podcast. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at joelbmccray at gmail.com or you can actually contact me on my website, joelmccray.com feel free to check out the podcast on my website under the uh, the under the podcast uh, uh, button or in the menu or you can subscribe to the podcast in spotify just look up joel mccray or you can subscribe to it in itunes so check it out i appreciate you guys have a blessed day